Here's to health. Here's to health. Here's to health. We ask people committed to their communities across Oregon what drives and inspires them in their work. Hello and welcome. Let's start episode three by having you meet the CPOP team. Jacqueline Salas, I'm the Regional Outreach Coordinator for the Southern Valley, Lynn, Benton, Lane, and Douglas Counties. Liliana Villanueva, Regional Outreach Coordinator for Southern Oregon, Counties, Jackson, Josephine, Klamath, and Lake. And I'm Christina Jacobo, eligibility worker. Maria Waters, Regional Outreach Coordinator for Central Oregon, including Crook, Jefferson, Deschutes, and Wheeler County. Jamie Vineyard, CPOP Business Team. Parity Jody, Contracts Administrator, CPOP Business Team. Jorge Martinez, Regional Outreach Coordinator for Northeast Oregon, including Moro, Umatilla, Union, and Wallawa counties. Maria Vargas, Regional Outreach Coordinator, Southeastern Oregon, Malher Harney, Baker and Grant counties. Jessica Diaz and John McDade. And we're Regional Outreach Coordinators for Multnomah and Clackamas counties. Kelly Page, Regional Outreach Coordinator for Willamette Valley Region. And Monica Juarez, also serving the Willamette Valley, and we have the counties of Marion Polk. Yamhill and Lincoln County. Ruby Graven, Regional Outreach Coordinator for Tualatin Valley and Columbia County. Deanna Simon, Regional Outreach Coordinator for Columbia Gorge, Hood River, Wasco, Sherman, and Gillum Counties. Josie Silverman Mendez, Team Commander. Over the That may have taken us a few times to get through. If you want to hear a few outtakes from that team intro, stay tuned until the end of the episode. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. A great way to start is just to have you introduce yourself. And maybe a little bit about your role, mm -hmm. but also then we want to talk about you as a human being, regardless Yay. of your role too. Tell me a bit about yourself. Well, I'm Mindy Charlton. I'm a certified application assister and a community health worker for Planned Parenthood of Southwestern Oregon. How did you get here? Excellent question. Um, I was between work because I took some time off to go back to British Columbia and help my family out because I had a family member that was not doing well. It was my dad. And so my brother needed a little help. So I had left my job at the time to go back up there for a few months. And unfortunately, my employer at the time couldn't hold the position for me, which I totally get. Um, so when I came back, I was unemployed. And I thought, okay, this is a great opportunity to take care of all those things that you can't do Monday 9 to 5 because you're working. Yeah. And so the first one on the list was my women's wellness exam. And at the time, Planned Parenthood was my provider for the services. And so I made an appointment and came in. And they had just rolled out the ACA. So this is like December 2013. Planned Parenthood had noticed that I didn't have insurance. And they said, would you like to meet with our sister? And I was like, well, what is that? And they told me that it was a person that was going to help me get onto the health insurance plan that was offered, which was OHP, mm -hmm. and that this person would help me fill the application out and submit it and, and all that kind of good stuff. And that it was going to cover my health insurance. And I was like so excited. So I met with this woman and she helped me with my application. And in the interview with me for the application, she asked me all kinds of questions about myself personally and what kind of work that I did and was I working and or was I looking for work because she knew that I wasn't working obviously because of the income category on the application and um, she had mentioned that there was an opening here for this work 
And I was like, I've been a chef for 27 years. I'm Canadian. I don't know anything about the health insurance in America. It's very confusing. Like, it doesn't make sense. And I'm like, how? I don't even see how I could shift from that to this. And she says, but it's it's about your skill sets. I think you've got great skill sets for it. And I was like, okay, well, I'll try. So I had said to her, well, can I come back at 5 or 4.30? Or because I was <laughs> to go back home because I was receiving a load of firewood. Because <laughs> I needed to get my firewood delivered. So I went home, did the firewood, and cleaned up really quick and brought my resume back. And they called me a couple days later and offered me an interview and interviewed me and the rest is history five and a half years later i'm here completely changed careers from culinary to a community health worker and you know it's customer service is what i get out of it Mm -hmm. and the work that i did in culinary was i was an event planner and the director of catering which is a very uh stressful and high moving parts and pieces it's basically organized chaos at times and so I just took my skill set from that, put it into this, and I love this. I can't believe that I haven't done this longer, didn't know about it sooner. I tested in my 20s um, that, you know, uh, aptitude test that you do to see what kind of work that you're good for. Yeah. And at the time, they had said uh, this this type of work, but it wasn't called a community health worker. It was, um, I think... uh, Social social worker was one of the positions, maybe a, a counselor or a peer support person. Mm. And I was like 23 going, that does not sound sexy or exciting. <laughs> and But culinary was in there too. And I'm like, ooh, I'd love to be a chef, which if anybody gets a chance to take culinary classes or even the degree, go for it. It is like home ec every day on Fuego. It is like, I, it was this thing I ever did in school I loved it and it was a great career but I'm really glad to be in a different one I'm glad to be doing this mm-hmm. oh my gosh I <laughs> I'm not sure I knew that no um, and you maybe sort of answered this already but um what are those connections then that you make between your past life and your current work um it's being able to solve problems quickly on the fly because what you know the the application itself makes sense to me the paperwork so yeah. that part's easy but it's the connecting the the person that's in front of you and whatever they're going through in that moment it's connecting them to the other services besides health insurance that's going to help them and i feel more satisfied in the work that i'm doing now because Instead of taking $100,000 from a client for a party, which is generally, you know, I worked the parties that were between thirty dollars and $100,000 for one evening. Wow. And, you know, that, and then their first world problems for the party <laughs> versus someone that, you know, is homeless, is, you know, maybe has mental health. Um, they need help, but they don't know how to get help. They don't even know how to ask for help, or they can't. You know, to to go from that to this is just like, I didn't know that I could do it and I didn't know that it was possible and I'm just really happy that I found it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're really happy that you found <laughs> oh, it too. Thanks. <laughs> what is something that people don't know about you? <laughs> this one's funny. So when I was taking the Community Health Worker Program at Lane um, in 2015, they do that Myers-Briggs test. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, 
Who cheats on their Myers-Briggs test? I mean, it's just you don't cheat on it. You can't cheat on it. So I went through it honestly and answered the questions, not knowing what the outcome was going to be. Like, the teacher just gave us this test and said, just answer it to the best of your ability, and then we'll move on to the next part of it. And I didn't know, I didn't know that it was going to be what it was going to be at the end, meaning that I scored 100% in the introvert category. Wow. And my my professor and my entire class were like, you are not an introvert at all. Like, you no, you need to go back and redo that. And I'm like, no, I am. So even though I'm out very uh, extroverted when I'm working and I'm outgoing when I'm out most of the time, I could, but I also could be very socially awkward. <laughs> I am an introvert, so I really need, like, I can sometimes go home, like, my coastal trips, for example, mm-hmm. get home on Thursday night, shut my work phone off, shut my laptops off, shut my personal phone off, and I can leave them off until Monday morning when I have to go back to work. Like, go off-grid, go dark, and just be alone at home with my kitty and my whatever I love to do on my off time. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is like, I get excited about that. I love that. Yeah. So I'm an introvert, and people are like, I don't believe you. So I say I'm an extroverted (laughs) introvert or I'm an introverted extrovert. What is it that you like to do when you're not working? Well, it depends on the season. So in the summertime, I love to go camping and I love to garden. And um, my big thing, my big passion right now is I'm getting ready for some overlanding trips, Mm. which I think in America you call that four by fouring. Okay. (laughs) pretending to understand yeah. what that yeah. meant. Yeah. So um, I'm actually working on a, a micro build, a micro camper build on my Honda Element, which seems kind of funny. But um, I've been getting all the parts and pieces and I've been trying to find someone to help me build it. But I think I'm actually going to take a run at it and build it by myself and see how I do. Nice. And so it's set up for solar and water and a bed and it's got a checkbox kitchen and all that good stuff, and I've actually been watching vlogs on YouTube on how to like get yourself in and out of overlanding situations on roads, and uh, also researching spots that I want to go to. And this summer, I plan on doing some solo trips out into the mountains, um, eastern Oregon, up in the Willamette Pass, and so that's summertime. Winter, I love skiing and snowshoeing, and binge watching YouTube. <laughs> All, all excellent choices. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Actually went um, snowshoeing for my birthday this you last year. Did. Yeah. And they have huts up in the Willamette Pass at the snow park that you can snowshoe or cross-country ski into them. And then they always have little bundles of wood and you can camp out. It's really oh, fun. Wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's cold. <laughs> if you don't have winter gear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fascinating. What is something that you are proud of? I think basically, you know, just changing, being brave at age 46 and changing my career and then finding a career that I actually love. Like, I literally don't have days where I'm like, oh my God, I hate my job. I want to quit it. Now I have bad days. I mean, I'm human. I have bad days. I have struggling, frustrating days, you know, depending on what's going on with me personally or professionally, I'm human. Yeah. But, um, I never have a day where I'm like, ah, forget this. I'm going to quit. And then the other one is, is, I never have a day where I'm like watching the clock waiting to get out of here. Usually it's like, oh my gosh, I need three more hours. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And I actually kind of like that because, you know, it goes by quicker. 
it's not a painful job where I'm just like, oh, it's vacation. When do I get out of here? When's lunch? When's my break? You know, it's like, you know, it's just life goes by swift and smooth and quick. Yeah, there are definitely always new things to learn in yes. this line of work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I like it, too. Yeah. And it offers opportunities to think creatively and try mm-hmm. and solve problems for folks. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I know that you are very impassioned on this topic and mm-hmm. that you are very knowledgeable as well. So maybe if there's any advice you would have to give or anything that you've learned that you'd like to share about how we can balance um, the work that we do and really making sure that we don't burn out. Yeah. Um, And I know this is going to be repetitive, but maybe hearing it from a complete stranger, if you don't know me, you have to have good boundaries. They have to be first clear with yourself, and then you train the people around you, and you make it clear with them. And it's something um, that I've, struggled to do it eloquently (laughs) Um, but I am finding my way with it and so the other one is is that old adage you know put your oxygen mask on first please people put your oxygen mask on first before you assist all others because if you are struggling and and not doing well you are not going to be a help to anybody else just making sure that you have an out for the negative and always putting positive back in, you know, have, have positive things to, you know, nourish you and balance you out, you know, eating good, drinking water, pausing. Um, well, before it got really hot, I take two 10 minute walks a day when I'm in the office and I have time and I actually am making myself do that more now. Um, and just not over committing like because of course I want to commit to so much and there's so much good stuff happening but knowing my limits is just saying no so that I can take care of myself yeah Mm -hmm. that is all really fantastic advice thanks thank you once again so much for being a part of this podcast Mm -hmm. and look forward to learning more from you thank you so much for inviting me ever made your own music playlist if you have you know how much fun it can be music is such an important part of our everyday life it's everywhere it's on the radio it's in movies it's in ads it's in podcast episodes (laughs) music is at your fingertips and it makes those fingertips tap you don't just hear music you feel music it's this multi-sensory experience. Listening to music is actually one of the few activities that engages your entire brain. Studies also show that music impacts mood. It can make you feel happier. It can relax you. It can help you have a better workout. It can help you study. There are so many different ways that music helps. And it's also a ton of fun. At one of our last team meetings, we decided to make a team playlist. And so we went around the room and each of us shared a song that we thought described our team and then also threw in a personal favorite song. It was so much fun. I've definitely listened to it more than a few times now. And I love it. 
So, maybe try making a playlist with your best friend, with your brother or sister, or your whole family, or make one with your work team. Music is one of the most beautiful ways that humans connect to one another. So, give making a group playlist a try. Leave us a comment and let us know how it goes. Keep rocking, keep jamming, let the rhythm get you, and most of all, have fun. Villanueva Regional Outreach Coordinator. Take two. Because everyone's looking at me. Wait, why don't we just say wrong? Oh, yeah, my name is. Just say wrong. Name and Josie Silverman Mendez in transition. I am team commander today. Oliver Rivera. The manager for Sipo. Wait, wait, wait. No, we gotta say in unison, and we are Sipo. No, because that was pretty great. Sipo. But everyone, everyone. I need Oh, Jackie! 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 Oh, this is we have to do it again. She's invisible. Villanueva, Regional Outreach Coordinator. My region is Southern Oregon. Jackson. Josie, go to your room. You get to be a timeout. You don't have to be a us at community.outreach at state.or.us.